Hi, this is Larry Wilson, and this is How to Talk to Humans. This is the podcast that shows you how to improve your communication skills. Are you looking to get a better job? Are you looking to find a relationship? Are you trying to do things in your life that have frustrated you and eluded you so far? I can show you so easily how to change that. Now, I can only do it with humans. If you're looking to deal with vampires or zombies, extraterrestrials, this is not the show for you. But if you're really looking to improve your communication skills, I can show you what I've learned from 40 years in show business working with the biggest celebrities and superstars in the world, and their secrets are unbelievable. What I'm going to be teaching you during the course of this podcast every week are tools that you can use to communicate toward success. Hi, this is Larry Wilson, and thank you again for joining me once again on How to Talk to Humans. I realize that the world is rapidly dividing into two separate classes. There are those who can communicate and those who cannot. Now, which team do you want to be on? Because if you don't make a conscious decision, you may find yourself on the wrong side of this divide in some place you don't want to be. The first thought that just popped in my head here, perfect example, are emojis. Now, I like emojis just as much as anyone else. They're so cute. But I've read more than one study that shows that people believe when they see emojis in a text or in an email, it makes them think the person sending that communication is less intelligent. Now, it doesn't say less intelligent than what, so I don't know what it means exactly, but it also doesn't say whether or not they enjoy the emoji. Maybe they do. Maybe they think it's really cute also. But if you want a competitive edge in business, in life, in your relationships, then it would be well advised to take that into consideration. It doesn't mean you can never use an emoji ever again in your life. Obviously, some of these things that I talk about have to do with communicating with people we don't know that well. If your very best friend in the world, who you've known forever, sees an emoji, they're probably not thinking you're less intelligent. But someone who you just do business with might be thinking that. So let's not use them there. Let's try to maintain a level that those people think of you in a certain way that benefits you. I mean, it's really, I think, as simple as that. And with that in mind, you know, I I feel... uh, I hope someone will come in and lasso me and stop me from getting out of control here, but I 
heard someone the other day talking about men versus women. And I just thought, this misses the point. I don't believe that it's really men versus women. I think it's good communicators versus bad communicators. I think that's what's really going on. I'm a man. I know plenty of women who are really, really expert communicators. But I think that's that kind of lazy thinking that makes it easier to, rather than say, what's the problem with you? What can you do to improve your situation or or improve your business or improve your life? Instead of doing that, it's so much easier to sort of go, oh, men, women, you know, (laughs) they just can't, you know, communicate. That's never been my experience. I don't believe that to be true. But it sure is easier not to do any homework, not to do any prep work, not to do any thinking about what you're trying to accomplish. Much easier just to shoot from the hip and then find something to blame it on. I guess maybe that seems like the most obvious uh, conclusion to reach there. But again, I think that it's really about this huge divide that's appearing. And maybe, uh, as I hear myself saying it, I wonder if I sound like some sort of crazy conspiracy theorist. I hope I don't. I just see examples of it. I see myself dealing with uh, service people sometimes where they look at me blankly as if they cannot conceive of how to deal with anything that's asked of them. It might be something really simple, you know? Do you know where the so-and-so department is? Or how can I do such and such? And they don't say, no, I don't know, but I'll find someone who does. Or I think it's done this way. They look at you as if you're speaking some sort of exotic Martian language that they truly have no idea how to respond to. And I don't think it's going to get better. I don't think it's going to be reversed. I think, um, you know, the whole concept of blue-collar workers and white-collar workers, I think, comes from the Industrial Revolution where people who were factory workers suddenly were promoted to office jobs and they weren't lifting heavy crates and doing manual labor. They were doing office jobs and those became white-collar workers versus blue-collar workers. I think something similar is taking place now. It has been brought to my attention that I might want to clarify some of you may not know the concept of blue-collar worker or white-collar worker, that factory workers wearing uh, work shirts, denim work shirts that were blue, so they had blue collars doing physical manual labor, were replaced by people doing office jobs where they wore 
shirts and ties, or maybe even coats and ties, to the office, and those were white shirts, so their collars were white. Once again, it's one of those things where the etymology of the expression may go so far back that modern-day people don't really know where it comes from. But I think I see a similar divide happening between those who can communicate and those who cannot. And I hear people, you know, people talk about AI and all these other things that are going to impact their jobs. I'm sure AI will have an impact on people's jobs, but I don't think they can ever replace skilled communicators. I don't think it can happen because master-level communicators are able to achieve something that I don't think AI ever can. AI could simulate it, but it can't actually do what skilled communicators can. So, once again, I don't mean to alarm listeners, but I would spend a moment or two thinking about which side of that divide you want to be on. And it's funny, I guess it it makes me think of that old uh, movie from the 50s, uh, The Time Machine, with the Morlocks and the Eloy. Those of you who don't know what I'm talking about, I'm sure you can Google it. I'm sure it's on Facebook. I'm sure you can see the whole film on Facebook right now. Actually, what am I saying? It's probably on some streaming service. You can see it's a George Powell production. And there's some elements of it that are funny and charming and weird and everything else. But um, it does not bode well if you wind up on the side that has no communication skills. It's going to be some very rough going. And uh, once again, the good news always is that it's so easy to raise your communication skills. That can be easily done, but it has to start with a commitment to do it. If you're serious about it, it can be done. A couple of things I guess I should make clear. I, uh, I said earlier in this episode about how men and women aren't really enemies. I, of course, truly believe that. But I also believe they're different. And of course, I think that may be one of the reasons why we get along so well, is there's all kinds of of physiological differences. I think of things like women's hearing is more acute than men. In tests, men seem to work with um, spatial differentiation of objects with greater facility than women. It doesn't mean one is better than the other. It doesn't mean one is the hero and one's the villain. It just means all these things are different. All these things uh, are what make us all different. I mean, what a horrible life if everyone was exactly the same. It'd just be a nightmare. You know, I referenced... Uh, Earlier in this episode, I referenced AI. I referenced earlier in this episode something about um, being able, uh, 
people who are afraid of AI and what AI may be able to do. And of course, I think AI is fantastic for what it is. It's something technological and it you can use it. Uh, I find it's extremely helpful if you use it sort of like it was an assistant. You pose a question to it and while it's doing that, you're able to do something else. Of course, it only takes it a few seconds probably to sort through whatever question you have for it. But I think the idea that AI will replace humans or that AI will replace people who deal with humans, I think is fallacious. I don't think that's what's going to happen. AI might very well replace people who are bad communicators. That makes perfect sense. But AI cannot read the room, which I referenced also in a previous podcast. Um, That ability to sort out what's happening, to get a sense of the demeanor of people in the room, of what appeals to them, what doesn't appeal to them, where their interests lie, all that sort of thing. I don't think AI will ever be able to do that. And so what it means is that those of you who make an effort to enhance your communication skills and are constantly looking to improve them. And it may be something as simple as stuff we talked about earlier in previous episodes. It may be something as simple as aiming for clarity in all communication, in having a very clear, fixed idea in your head of what your message is. What what are you trying to accomplish here? That's not that hard to do. But it takes practice to make it part of your everyday routine. It can come very, very quickly. People who've trained with me in my two-day boot camps frequently report that a few weeks after they've trained with me, they're doing some of these things automatically without even thinking about them. And that makes sense. Two weeks, three weeks, four weeks, something like that. Sure. If you're doing it every day, then it just becomes like any other new habit you're acquiring. So I think it's as simple as that. I think it's really a question of developing your skills uh, to make yourself irreplaceable. This has been Larry Wilson. I want to thank you for spending this time with me, and I hope you found this information useful. If you're looking for more, you can find it at thewilsonmethod.com there's a ton of stuff there in fact if you want you can even speak to me because I'm human send me an email at info at wilsonmethod.com because I read every single one I hope that you'll join us next week in this continuing journey and you'll be with me for the next episode of how to talk to humans.